Hi, this is Aniton. Hello, this is David. Welcome to Every Seventh, where we share truths concerning issues that affect our Christian walk. This is Every Seventh, igniting the kingdom life. Yummy! Hi everyone, welcome again to this episode of Every Seventh. Yep, yeah. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our last session. And if you remember, we mentioned that we'll be having a guest around to share her experience with us. And so today, we are glad to introduce Christabel Ikpen to you. Christabel is a mental health advocate. And she authors a book titled Freedom, Freedom, which is our journey um, a story of overcoming depression. So she's with us today going to share her practical experience and we're hoping that someone is going to get light from this and someone's life is going to be turned around. Yeah, and um, before we forget, let's actually acknowledge the feedback that we've been getting from yes. people. And um, I, we got one that we posted on our page, on our status, that someone just listened to our podcast and that same day was getting to that point of depression. And after listening to us, he just sent a message that uh, this podcast really blessed him. So we are very happy for the for the feedback, yeah. and we thank God for for the grace that He has given unto us. Mm-hmm. So uh, the feedback is very important. Let's let's actually send it in and it to help us also mm-hmm. and share with friends because you don't know who you are actually reaching out to. Yes, you don't. So let's let's take good note of that. All right. So let's introduce our guest for today, Christabel. Can we give her a warm Ooh. welcome? Yay! Thank you so much, Christabel. You want to say something to our yeah, listeners? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Like, I feel so blessed to be a part of this mm-hmm. episode. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I'm sure it's going to be a very wonderful time. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, Christabel, you're welcome. And um, we've actually had the conversation and you are a very good and um, welcoming person. You need to, you need, you need <laughs> to meet Christabel Ipen. She's She's... She's the person now on our own. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we, without wasting much of our time, so let's actually go straight to it. I we know you've actually gone through depression before. Yeah. And we know the time, so I I just want you to share your experience with how what happened and what and what did you do to to come up? Okay, so um, like I tell people, um, when it comes to battling depression, um, I believe that it's not you know something that just happens in a day, mm. right? I I tell people that it's more like a ripple effect. Right, so people don't just get depressed. Mm-hmm. You no, know, things happen. Mm-hmm. So now it might be um, biological things that probably they don't have any control over. Mm-hmm. So maybe their parents or their relatives struggled with mental illness, and then they passed it on to them. Right. So for example, you have people with um, schizophrenia, people with terrible mental health illnesses, and then you have the second set, which um, you know are people who go through depression based on the activities they've experienced. Okay. So it might be their environment, it might be the things that they had to go through. So for example, for, for someone who was sexually molested by her father, right you see the person is growing up with a dysfunctionality mm-hmm. sure. that you know over the years might build into depression right so for me you know 
bringing it back home um, for me mental my mental health issues with depression um, especially started because of the factors that I found myself in so I was a very sickly child and I remember my mom because I, I asked her this all the time I, I was like why do I have marks on my face none of you guys you guys are all fine <laughs> and then do your baby boy and baby girl life well she's also fine well, I thought she didn't know this before let's you know, I'm like why 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 the marks on my face and my mom said oh that you were very sick you know and at that time you know information is very crucial mm -hmm. she they, they, someone told her that ah you know maybe this babe this your child is a very sickly person if you mark her she might not go you know so you know the mentality so my mom said you know my mom was a very desperate mother mm. and i don't blame her because no mother wants to lose mm -hmm. her child sure. so my mom said okay what well, we don't have anything to lose let's let's see how that goes and then you know i got marked down my brothers and sisters in the lord they walked yeah. <laughs> wow. oh. sickness flew wow. you know, i'm telling you my mm. mom said i used to convulse but after they marked me that nothing happened wow. <laughs> i just became a very chubby child once wow. more but now at that time she was very happy her child is alive mm. and that was all she wanted but me growing up i realized that was different mm. it, see it's it's different when you're in your with your family members and you guys look the same, the same you same know that we are all together, together. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what's going on why am i the different person mm. in this house plus children will be children i got seized and bullied mm, by my classmates. Sure, sure. Some of them will be like, ah, you fought with a tiger. <laughs> Some of them will be like, what did you do? You know, and as a child, I really couldn't process all those things. Mm -hmm. So that was build up one. Mm. Build up two was um, when I was in my second, when I was in secondary school, I was in junior secondary school. I remember coming back home and my mom and my dad called me and they said they had it come back. They, they needed to tell me something. And I said, my man, what have I done? Because I was a very obedient mm. child. <laughs> I, I, can, I can relate. I was a very obedient child. I was like, ah, this one that they are saying, Bella, I want to talk to you. What did I do? And then my mom called me. She sat me down and she said, Okay, there's something we need to tell you. Um, he's not your biological father. I said, Hey, village people. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one on earth? I felt, honestly speaking, anything, I felt like things were not just working for me. Sure. I felt, why is it that my own has to be different? I'm the only one marked in this family. Mm -hmm. Now I'm the only one that is not everyone because my kid sister, that's there, but they're like, you know, they're from the same parents. So I felt like, oh, things are not working at all. That was, you know. Number two. Two. <laughs> Number three was when I was in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do drum rolls for this. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend said, ah, boyfriend of two years. We broke up, I think, October. And he got married December. Wow. That's you people I now understand how I felt. I was like, what's going on? And that was my lowest point. Mm. So oh, I started thinking back. Okay, first off, is it that I'm not good enough? Mm. Or is it that, you know, I don't have what it takes for me to just have to have my life on auto cruise? Mm -hmm. Must there be something that would go wrong? and you know that was the third one the fourth and final one you know is like when you're trying to resist and then they say ah yeah, final match <laughs> i resigned from my job and when i resigned at that time i had a substantial amount of money because i believe in emergency funds and all 
but I don't know what happened. I finished all the money. I, the plan was okay, leave the job, you get another job in two months. And I'm sure people were just, I'm sure God was even laughing at me. See this one. And one year plus, I did not get another job. And my resources were depleted. And I'm kind of a person, I don't like asking. I'm be, you know, I feel my parents have seen me through school. Now I'm, resp I'm a responsible young woman. <laughs> you get. And that was terrible. That was a terrible face. So there was no boyfriend. There was no money, there was no job. Then I had issues with the way I looked. All these were recipe for disaster. Mm. And so at that point, I just felt that nobody understood what I was going through. Because even when I tried to tell my friends and I tell them, oh, this is what's happening, they'd be like, I'm better now. Maybe you can still walk, you can still breathe. But at that point, I'm like, it's better for me to die mm. than to go through all these things. Mm. So that was my issue. That was where I got to, you know, sink so deep into depression. Mm. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to be involved in any. I just wanted to vanish from yeah. the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah. So that that uh, I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask a question that what was the tipping point, but I think the yeah. job loss, the, the job loss, and no money. Yeah, was I think that was just the tipping point for me. Yeah, wow. And wow. you know, this this situation actually relates to many people. Many there, people, you know, and yes, different stages of life. Different, and Thank God you've gone through those stages. Yeah. The first one was the way you look, exactly. which that is number one depressing <laughs> thing in the world now. <laughs> everybody, just everybody wants to look good. Yeah. You understand? Everybody just wants to, I don't know, they want, want to do the magic. Perfect. I don't even understand. But God said He, he created us in, in His own image, fearfully and wonderfully okay. made. You understand? So, whatever skin you are, you should appreciate mm. it. So, mm. that is one phase that people are actually battling with. The second yeah. one is the Family issues. Mm. A lot of people are going through that family issues, and it's causing a lot. True. To to the point that someone said you cannot even um, get married to someone that has gone through. Yeah. Parent. Mm. Uh, the parent yeah. has actually divorced because wow. they will actually move with that mentality into marriage, which sometimes might be true and sometimes might be Can wrong. Be Thank God you actually battled with it, and you are you are one of our testimonies that we are yes, sharing this. <laughs> So, so that that that's just it, and I think it's it's something that we we need to talk about. So, after going through all these all these challenges, yeah, how what happened? How because it's a lot, yeah. Just like only you going through, yeah. You know, somebody is actually facing one, and it's like the whole world. Now you you faced different faces of it, and now you are you are you are you are a born hero. You mm. understand? From it? <laughs> <laughs> so, can you? Tell us what you did and how what happened. Okay. Who really helped you? What and at what point did you know that I've had enough? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um so what happened? I feel the turning point for me was um I mean, you guys have seen me. I'm not like I'm not on the big side. Mm -hmm. I'm a very petite lady, mm -hmm. right? And I noticed that because of you know depression i wasn't eating right okay. my health was being affected i began to lose weight that i didn't even that have I, yeah <laughs> like now that was a problem mm -hmm. because i was weighing 30 something for an wow. adult that's that my doctor told me what's wrong with you are you okay what's the <laughs> what's the problem i was weighing 30 my younger sister weighed times two mm -hmm. and the doctor said you can't live you can't continue mm -hmm. like this 
And so I remember getting home after the doctor's appointment, you know, and I laid in my bed. I said, I'm done. Now I'm going to decide how I want to live my life. Because why why was this a tipping point for me? Prior to that point, I felt that I had no control. Mm. I felt that, yeah. oh, all these things that happened, they happened because God wanted them to mm. happen. So because God wanted them to happen, I had no say. But that's mm. false. Mm. Right? Everyone is responsible to channel their life the way they want. Yes. So I had to understand that truth. So that day on my bed, I just said, Bella, this is enough. Mm. Plus, the guy that was crying and breaking my back for was happily married. Was living <laughs> life. Even with a child. And the man the man was pregnant. <laughs> Do you understand? Aye, aye, kill yourself. A <laughs> prospective suitors will be like uh, this guy that is wearing 35 no, how? how? <laughs> that she's looking at the world is on her shoulder uh, are you sure she, she's not? you get so that was that was the tipping point I just wanted to take back control of my life and this is what I tell people the um, clients I've coached and my speaking engagement I tell them that until you get to that point where you decide for yourself to say this is enough now i want to take control of my life yeah. you're not going to see any progress right so that was the tipping point for me i just said okay that this is enough now what can i do was the next question okay. so now i was ready to put in the work if i had not told myself if i had not gotten to the point whereby i was not comfortable living miserably mm-hmm. i wouldn't have been seeking for solutions mm-hmm. and so that's why i tell people you need to want it mm-hmm. so there's no amount of motivational books you read no amount of seminars you attend if you, you don't, don't want, want it, it you don't want it you will not get exactly exactly the change begins with you so i just knew that there, there had to be more like christopher did not just come to this life to go through all the four crazy stages of our life and then go back and say okay yeah i am god will be like i don't send you mm-hmm. why why are you here mm-hmm. right so that was the tipping point i just knew that that was it that was i'd had enough and i was ready to take charge of my life i wasn't going to continue feeling sorry for myself mm-hmm. yeah that that was that was the tipping point that's that's that, that is it and people need to understand that and sometimes I think another thing is people don't recognize they are getting to that point of depression. Mm, yeah. So how do we know if you are actually depressed? Okay. How do you know that something is going on? <laughs> you, you, you know, because you can be sad. Being sad is is normal. It's normal, yeah. You understand? Being sad, being being not okay with something, having uh, yes, all those yeah. things can be. You understand? But when it's coming, how do you know that I'm getting to that point of depression? Okay, so there are various um, symptoms, as doctors will say, mm-hmm. of depression. And I'm going to share the ones I experienced, okay. right? So I had um, a drastic weight loss mm-hmm. that I couldn't explain mm-hmm. because I was eating my three square meals. Mm-hmm. And it was not from somewhere that I wasn't seeing. So I, it was confusing. Even my mom was like, okay, we know, Bella, you don't eat. I'm not like, I don't stuff my face in food and all. But she's like, ah, what was going on? Right? So there was a drastic weight loss. So for some people, it might be drastic weight gain. gain. Mm, okay. You get. Then irregular sleep patterns. Mm. Anytime I could be awake from 8 a.m. Sorry, sorry from 8 p.m. Mm. to 4 a.m. Mm. Just there. I can't sleep. My mind is Everywhere. all over the place. 
So irregular sleep patterns, um, some people loss of appetite, okay. right? Some people the opposite, yeah. they just want to be eating, mm -hmm. gluttony, right? Some people is, they, they, they can't concentrate on their work. You know, anytime you pick your laptop that you want to work, your mind is everywhere. everywhere. You know, some people is, they, they don't find anything interesting anymore. So if you used to be an outdoor person, maybe you're like a beach person, you, want, you like going to the beach, and then your friends come and say, okay, Bella, there's beach out in <laughs> You that you are the number one ambassador. What happened? Um, then a major one for me was, there was just this dread of hopelessness. Mm. I just felt hopeless. Like almost everything. Like exactly. Wouldn't work. There was no... I just felt hopeless. So that's why people would now be like, oh, come on, clients will call me for jobs. I'm like, I'm not doing I will refer them to somebody else. Money is involved. But I would say now we pass on it because there was just that dread. Mm. It was like it was hanging, mm. hopelessness. So those are some of the these signs are not. Uh, it's not like an uh, yeah, but these are vital signs that you should look out for. And you should also note that people that are going to depression, it's not that they are sad all the time. They still crack jokes and they still laugh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they still laugh. Mm -hmm. Sure. And they still, you know, some mm. of them said, especially those ones that are very vocal and. Um, very you know opinionated they still get to talk and contribute mm. and all but you need to be sensitive, sensitive. Mm. and watch out sure, sure. yeah and then if someone becomes too happy all of a sudden <laughs> anything you say they laugh they smile <laughs> they give you high five, high five. call them and be like, yes. what's, going on? Okay. <laughs> what's happening right so those are vital signs to look mm. out for that would let you know that okay there's something it might not be depression Mm. It might not be depression. Just be something yeah. yeah, but the fact that you, those are signs that you can pay attention to, and then call the person and be like, "What's going on? You know, is any is everything fine? Right? So that's a good place to start." And I think it's it's easier to actually correct it at that point. Exactly. Than for you getting to that point of depression, exactly. so you can actually take note of those things, then do your correction, seek for help, then exactly. move on. Yeah. That, yeah, I, I think that that's the best way. It's easier at the initial initial stage, stage than later. when, when, when those suicidal thoughts come. Because when you get to that yeah. point, it's it's, it's dangerous. Very very. It's dangerous. Yeah. So I want to ask: Did you seek help, or was just your thing? How did you now begin your journey to recovery, okay. <laughs> getting yourself and creating this brand, this beautiful person that we're seeing? Okay. Here? Yeah. So. This is a fun fact. Okay. Fun fact mm -hmm. is, I never went to a doctor mm. or a psychologist okay. to say or a counselor mm -hmm. and be like, "Oh, I'm depressed." Mm. You know, oh yeah, do your job, yeah. right? Remember, I said, I told myself, "Bella, I've had enough. Mm -hmm. I want to take control of my life." Right. So that was what I did. So I knew there was a problem. It was my own duty now to get to the root of the problem. Mm. And because, now it's not everybody that can do it. That's sure. why I encourage people to go and see a psychologist. Or go to, um, you know, go and see a, a medical professional. Right? Is everybody, people are gifted in different ways. Mm. Me, I feel I can sit back with my thoughts mm. and then put one and one together. Mm -hmm. So I told myself, the first thing on my list, I had a list, the first thing on my list was, what is the root cause? Mm. Because... I knew that, yes, I had money issues, but I knew that even if I had five million, even if somebody just dropped five million naira in my account, I would still be depressed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I had not yet settled. Mm -hmm. So the 
my major root issues for me was I didn't like the fact that I was marked on my face. Mm. I didn't like the fact, I felt cheated that I wasn't raised by my biological father. Mm. I felt that I didn't have that father-daughter rapport. I felt that I had missed out, yeah. mm. right? So those were the root I had to make sure I addressed Dress the root those. cause. So when I went back and I sat my mom down and I asked her what what happened, why am I this, why am I that, and she explained everything to me. And I had to let it go because I couldn't, I can't be offended that my mom that wanted to save her she child's did, life. Exactly. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then and I'm like, you know, one day I just got up and I so something said, and I believe it's the Holy Spirit said, look in the mirror, and I looked and I'm like, I'm like, you're so fine. She mm. <laughs> <laughs> talk. I was like, Bella, you're so. Fine. Oh my! And that was the end. That was. Mm. Can you imagine? That was. I I feel that was the turning point. Mm. I know, and because I'd accepted that I am beautiful, I started carrying myself like that. Sure, man. I was no longer the timid. You know, when I see it for the first time, I'm like, how can you even hide your face? <laughs> do you understand? Hey, hey, how did you get? So. That's that. I, I got to the root cause. I asked questions. Yeah. I did my research. I'm like, okay, for someone who has low self-esteem issues, what can I do? Right? For someone who feels like, okay, you know, you're being, you, you've been cheated one way or the other. Because that was how I felt with my dad. I never got to see my biological father. Mm. I, I don't even have it. I don't have. If you say mental representation, yeah. I don't have it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like. He's sharp proud wherever he is, and he's like, ah, that's my girl. And anytime he's in heaven singing Hosanna, Hosanna in the eye. <laughs> he's like, that's my child. And I'm proud of her. And I became grateful for those things that I had. Mm. And I feel a lot of people, especially people going through depression, what, what, what they don't understand is you need to be grateful for what you have. Before you can get more, mm-hmm. 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 right? So those were the things. So every morning, I would wake up on my on my bed, and I'll be like, "Oh, um, thank God I have clothes. Thank God I have food. Thank God I have family. Thank God I have money." And that that just mm-hmm. was the process of self affirmation, self affirmation, self discovery. Yes. I started, you know. Depression was like, don't go out. I said, no, we go out. So I started doing the opposite of what mm. I was feeling. Sure. So if I was feeling sad, I'm like, I stand up and I dance. Mm. You know, I feel like I don't want to talk to anybody. I pick up my, that. So what what I'm feeling mm. is don't be happy. But what I am doing mm. is be happy. So by doing all those things, my brain is your body. Mm-hmm. The way the mind works. Your brain is like, oh, she's happy now. Let us join the party. And before I knew it, that was it. Wow. Wow. So that was like my hack. The walk on. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah. Well, that that's good. And we thank God for your life. And you know, a lot of people are actually in this situation now. Yes, we can actually do it ourselves. But I think seeking up for help also is not bad. Oh, it's very important. It's, you you should if you know you cannot yes, handle it. You know you because handle what you did by going opposite what your your mind or your body is telling you yeah. it's a very difficult task very and difficult. how difficult it is is it's not that difficult mm. but it's difficult also yeah. it's just for you to kick your phone that's all you yeah. understand but a lot of people cannot do that. do that so you can seek for help and um, i think what you are also feeding your mind with 
it's very important sure so the kind of information you actually you are feeding your mind with is very important and if you have a kind of people that are not helping you at this moment mm. you need to separate yourself from them I really agree because it's that. going to they are going to actually put you inside the pit more in this time sure. and seek for help please it's very important very very important yeah so please i we just want you to with your experience we want you to talk to somebody with this podcast and just speak to that person's life let let us let the person feel you and actually know that they can get through this this situation, this situation. okay mm. so i'm a strong believer that you know nothing happens by chance mm. right and the fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you're you were destined to listen to this podcast mm. and it means that it's going to affect you regardless so if you're going through depression there's one thing i want you to get and that is you're not alone mm. depression sure. is not a life sentence <laughs> yeah because a lot of people feel oh i'm depressed what has come to an end no right most times we learn from my experience maybe depression is just you're feeling depressed because there are certain things that you need to get to the root cause of mm, sure. that you're not paying attention to mm. so you need to sit back and be like why am i feeling this way is there a pattern if there's a pattern recognize the pattern do you always get you know um sad or feel hopeless when you know a partner walks out on you or when you don't have money then you know that's a money pattern that's a relationship pattern mm. how can you solve Sorry. it is there something you're not doing right? Do you need to, you know, employ a coach or a mentor? Do you need to see someone that can help you get out of it? If you have the resources, please do. If you don't have the resources, that's fine. Man, you're not going to see anybody. <laughs> no, honestly, because I didn't even have the money. Mm. Of course. I was broke. I didn't have the money. You might not know this as as, as I now, but you're blessed with people who really care about you. Mm, sure. Yeah, people who want to see you succeed. Don't don't fall into the trap of depression because the major trap of depression it, it makes you ungrateful. Mm. So you need to start looking for things to be thankful for. Mm. If you have food on your table, be thankful. If you have clothes on your back, be thankful. If you have a spouse, be thankful. Me, I'm not married. You understand? If you have, you know, just find those little things to be thankful for. So find the things to be thankful for. You're not alone. Depression is not a life sentence. Mm. Get help if you know you're in too deep. By in too deep is you've listened to all the motivational talks, you've read books, and it seems like you cannot come out of it. You cannot come out of it because you don't have the capacity to come out of it. So you need someone that can help you. And you don't need to be ashamed of that. And you don't need to be ashamed. It's Nobody not... is judging you. <laughs> Nobody is... Remember, so... it's your mental health we are talking about. That's your priority. Mm. Every other thing is secondary, mm -hmm. right? So you're not alone. Um, God is always there. Sure. I feel one of the major things that helped me, I shared with Anyton earlier, mm -hmm. is the fact that I knew that regardless of what I was going through, yeah, Christ was with me. And if he's with me, one with God is who? It's majority. majority. All other things that were Jara, right? So please, you're not alone. Don't be discouraged. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Take me as an example. Not only am I financially stable, but at least I've used my platform to help a lot of people and inspire people and I continue to do that. And I feel so blessed doing it. So you can also be a success story. You will be a success story. Yeah. It's not even a matter of you can. Yeah. Right? So thank you so much. Thank, um, you, thank so you so much. Thank you so much, Christabel. <laughs> thank you. And then um, we mentioned at the beginning that Christabel authored a book 
titled yeah. freedom yeah. i think it's on a couple of platforms yeah it's on okata books um but you can also check out my website and www.christabelipen.com okay yeah you should get it okay mm. so it's available for free there um no it's not okay. for free okay. but if you want for free please reach out to me via my web um, website i would definitely give you for free okay yeah okay. so thank you so much christabel i mean the the easy access that you've given us at your warm reception being appreciated yes, and I'm sure yes. that our listeners too as even giving us chance with all your busy schedule <laughs> 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 thank you so much thank, thank you so much thank and we're you. sure that we'll still have you talk because she's a whole lot of different things you know I'm sure, that, I'm sure that we'll still have her around to talk to us about some other things yeah. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for much. having me. Thank God bless you, you guys. Yeah, thank you. you're welcome. You're so welcome. we thank every one of you for for listening to this podcast today. And um, get ready, we have a lot in stock for yes, you this year. In, in this year, 2021, and I pray that depression will be will not be part of your issues in the year 2021. Amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. and God will help us to actually overcome any challenges that we're going through. Mm. And His grace will be sufficient for us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So remember to share, remember to listen and share with your friends. You can also follow us on social media at Every Seventh Media on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Till when next we see, till when next we hear from each other. Remember to live, mm-hmm. to love, mm-hmm. and to laugh. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you.